0: Yes, Tournament and a Tea Break is back. This time we're in Madrid, relatively sunny, and I'm joined by George Belshaw. Hello, long time no here. Speak, (laughs) squeak. Anyway, um, it's been a busy day today. This is actually day two of the Mutua Madrid Open, Um, but really it felt like the first day.
1: Yeah, there was um, a sort of half, baked schedule yesterday of some seeds in action but today was the first one that it was just like Wall-to-wall really full matches. On. yeah and combined w- from the press side of things we had a few like uh, kind of men's preview with all the seeds we've got buys so there was kind of a lot of toing and fro and not really much watching tennis or as much as I'd like to just sit around and watch so it's been pretty busy but uh, we've had a general overview of what's going on and things we can recap today
0: yeah I mean <laughs> the th- it's, it's a bit of a cliche when people say that there's no easy like first round matches but certainly as far as the women's draw is concerned you know it's been pretty hectic and we've had wall to wall seeds uh, and most of them actually going through quite well today as opposed to yesterday where we lost Ostapenko and Venus yes. I believe so,
1: yes yeah, so I was there last night watching um, those two guys really struggle um, and it was just a complete contrast today uh, Wozniacki who is the only person i sat and watched in full lovingly today out on court So lovingly well I really enjoyed it because it, you, you have to take the rare breaks where they come in yeah. this job um, so she did very well I thought um, against Over who's got a lot of big hitting power but Wozniacki dealt with that pretty well frustrated her and won at a canter she was followed by Halep who won even better than really impressively great record here. Halep was
0: amazing today I mean (laughs) uh, just a a typical Halepism was you know she she dropped a game a single game dear listeners which she slapped her thigh and looked thoroughly annoyed with life in general (laughs) it was like honey you know it's one game (laughs)
1: yeah Makarova didn't hold serve all all match which you know was pretty impressive from Hallep's perspective Um, And then we had Kvitova she yeah. was arguably the most impressive of the day, considering a quick turnaround from Prague.
0: Yeah, I mean, th- we, this, is, this is all to come tomorrow, uh, because there was a lot of information coming out of you know, A handful of us went to talk to her. Um, but obviously it was a huge emotional um, win for her in Prague, because it was the first on home soil since everything that happened. Uh, And even when she was talking with us, I think she was tearing up a little bit. There was a little bit of wiping of tears, even though she was trying to sort of laugh through it. So um, we've decided that the best thing to do now, as far as Kvitova is concerned, is basically hustle her from one final to another in a private jet, no less. uh, So she doesn't have enough time to think about what's going on and then just comes out and plays a blinder.
1: I was going to say that one thing I got from that Kvitova interview is that she had an easier time of it than poor Bunerescu. When Kvitova said she had a private jet, we'd heard earlier um, from some Romanian media saying that uh, Bunarescu had, you know, had to wait for hours for a bag, having rushed to one flight, didn't sleep at all. Kvitova, on the other hand, private jet, slept really well. One wins 6-1, 6-1, the other one loses 6-4, 6-1. You know, go figure. I mean, it's certainly a lot easier when one. you're at the top end isn't it it certainly is it um, certainly is but, but that brings us on to Sharapova I guess so that was a good performance I, th-
0: I think it was I think I think it's a performance that she needed to get under her belt I mean she looked it, it, there was a funny moment because um it, it the, the thing about this room, and I don't know whether you can hear the aircon, but it's it's like a mortuary. It's freezing in here normally. And uh, Sharapova came in and was sweating calms <laughs> And at one stage, she was like, "This is what happens when you win a match." Um, but yeah, I think the relief was palpable uh, in Sharapova for having broken that four-match losing streak. Uh, and she still had to dig in a little bit. It wasn't plain sailing by any stretch of the imagination for her. There's still a lot of work to be done.
1: Yeah, particularly in that first set, she struggled a little bit, but. I I thought I was quite impressed with her in conference afterwards she seemed quite commanding of the room she looked quite focused again she was talking about how she's unhappy to be going out in first rounds how she's sick of playing once every 10 days rather than five times in five days etc and there just seemed to be a bit more about her a bit more like she's got over everything that's gone on all the injuries and obviously the ban in itself, you know, seems a little less drama about her, a little more focus about what can come ahead. And I think it's an interesting time.
0: Yeah, I mean, I saw her, obviously, when she lost to Garcia in, in Stuttgart, but it just didn't seem then, it, it was like kind of, yeah, okay, so I lost. And, you know, there's a lot to be said for the way that Garcia's grown, and she was impressive here in her first round match as well. <laughs> But, you know, it still didn't feel like her head was quite in the game. She's obviously had that upheaval with losing her coach as well. So there's been a lot for her to get used to. So, yeah, I think she'd be a good outside watch this week. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely think, and she's already playing again, and she's got a, you know, know, she's got a quick turnaround. So let's see if the body holds up. Yeah.
1: I guess we should probably talk about Conta, seeing as this is for Britwatch.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be nice. We've just, actually, George and I have just come up from having a, a quick natter to where well. we met the coach, we met the boyfriend, you know, we did all but sort of go out for dinner, really. Um, obviously, there is a, you know, for me, it's a huge contrast in in meeting her in Indian Wells, where she lost, but, you know, very graciously agreed to, to, to meet. Um, and you know it's got to be said a win does massive confidence but not just that I think the two wins that she had at Fed Cup has really helped set her up for this and the time that she's had to to make that adjustment um you know her movement in Charleston and she admitted that she didn't have enough time to prepare for Charleston her movement made her look like a cat on a hot tin roof whereas here she looked a lot more solid I thought
1: yeah and this wasn't an easy match there were lots of kind of sticky moments <laughs> and It was a long match, and it wasn't a great watch. I don't think anyone would kind of say this was the match of the tournament, even though it lasted for two hours. But, you know, it was an important one to come through. She said herself she's won a lot of clay matches at the lower levels. She struggled at WTA level, and this felt like a match she'd lose last year. Oh, yeah. Even weeks ago. I feel like she'd have lost today. Um, Because she... as we were saying while we were watching you know there were moments even when she gets in front she just suddenly seems to wobble. doubt herself and just have a wobble etc and she kind of recovered from her mini wobble today stormed back through the end of that second set meant we get to go home a reasonable hour um which is always a positive um so i think there's a lot to take forward and you know she says there's no easy draw but bernardo Perez. An easier draw, shall we say, for yeah. what she could have had, absolutely, here as an unseeded player. Yeah. I think that's a good draw. I mean, second yeah, round. let's
0: put let's put this into perspective. Rabarakova was seeded 16th, so you know she's she's tumbled down the rankings significantly enough that she's now no longer seeded. And I I can't help wondering whether that's taken a little bit of pressure off her as well, that now she's she's not seeded, she's not expected to win, um, and I think she's actually. Beginning to play a little bit more free, like you say. If if she'd had this kind of match at the beginning of the year, or maybe towards the end of last year, she she would have lost from a setup. I would have bet any money. Yeah. So I think it's going to be good. I mean, Perra's is going to be. I I think it's going to be a tough match. I could I could see that one going to three. Um, I think she was stunned by Pera in in Australia, and I think she did well to beat her in Doha. Yeah. Um. But in yeah, you know, in fairness to Joe pera did seem to implode in the second set so you know i think this one's going to be quite tough and i think she's ready for it to be quite tough as well plus she's actually playing some doubles here too so the more time i think she gets the dirt under her feet the better it will be for her and she's got no points practically like one win in rome and she's got a hell of a lot of points to to defend on the grass which does concern me
1: yeah I i can only see it going downhill quite quickly if she doesn't have a good run here <laughs> and it starts and in the, Roland Garros really. I think it's
0: yeah well it starts in, uh, in Nottingham for me because obviously she made the final in Nottingham I think she got maybe a couple of rounds under her belt in Birmingham she lost to Coco quite early on mm. um, and then of course the semi-final so the more points she can get under her belt now the better the cushion yeah. for sure
1: one man who's also not defending any points here is Denis Shapovalov. Very good, because, well done, you well know, said. Good segue. Uh, he obviously hasn't played a full year on the tour before. This is his first clay court tour. Today was his first ATP clay court win. So well done to him. I got a nice chance to catch up with him afterwards, which was really, I think he's a great guy. I think we can all agree. He's a yeah. been a breath of fresh air Absolutely. on the tour. Um, got a lot about him. Uh, he says some really interesting stuff about how he had been watching Nadal quite a lot as a lefty on clay and trying to improve there beat tennis Sandren today and he he was saying he thinks he needs to raise it this year's a learning curve it doesn't matter about results it's all about grinding matches future ambition is to be able to win the French Open despite this not being his best surface I like that I think he's someone I really think will win slams but he seems to have the right sort of attitude to tackle his tougher surfaces and
0: and forward. seeing as we, we've had that whole kind of lost generation, now the next generation, you know, it'll be it'll be good to see somebody actually make good on, on that. Yeah. A, a so we're happy win. for him. We're happy for him.
1: Well done, Dennis. So last of all, well, two penultimately. So first of all, we're going to look at tomorrow's <laughs> matches very quickly. And then we're going to predict our winners. So tomorrow, first of all, Djokovic-Nishikori. What? <laughs> what what a matchup!
0: <laughs> that is just incredible. Um, yeah, I think... Uh, I think it'll be really interesting. I think Djokovic is beginning to work his way back in. I think Monte Carlo was just a little too soon for him. Yeah, I,
1: I thought he played quite well in Monte Carlo. It was Barcelona where it just suddenly went... Uh, tits no. up? Can I say tits <laughs> up on this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Children, cover um, is. Um, <laughs> where he yeah. just suddenly... I mean, Cleezan, to be fair, did get five games off Rafa on Clay, so... World number 140 or whatever he was was a bit false. But, you know, you'd still expect Djokovic to To win win that. that And he just looked tight in the third set. But Nishikori's not fit either, I don't think. He just pulled out of Barcelona. Yeah, because he's
0: been struggling, I think, with a wrist injury since the beginning of the clay. So, God, honestly... Since the beginning
1: of time, I would say.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so so if we go back to when dinosaurs held rackets in their teeny tiny paws. um, Yeah, I think... um, I think it'll be an interesting first round. I suspect that Djokovic will come through and I think that will give him a lot of confidence yeah. if he comes through because Nishikori's no slouch on clay no. w- with one wrist or two.
1: And he did reach the final of Monte Carlo but and I think then, injury will... Yeah. I think, I think Djokovic. I think so. I hope for him as well. I'd like to see him have a bit of a run and he's not in the dials side, he's not in team side, he's not in Del he's, Potro's side and yet he's arguably the hardest court He's basically the quarter, WTA, though. isn't he? Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's basically what you're telling me. He's in the women's court is <laughs> <laughs> what I deduced from that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> other big match oh. second round match but huge azarenka pliskova
0: i mean how good is it to have azarenka back on the tour she was she was brilliant impressed today absolutely fantastic uh just the whole the whole relief that she's been able to actually get physically on a plane i mean you got you got the feeling that she could have been sat on the tarmac for an hour with a delay and she would have been a okay with that it's great to have her back um it was a bit of a sketchy start for her but um but you know she hasn't played as she pointed out to me you know i haven't played in like what two years it's like, yeah, it's <laughs> still a slow slot, though. Um, <laughs> so I still stand by my question. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think that's amazing. And with Plisko having come back from winning a Porsche that she can't actually drive, mm. <laughs> um, which I, s- I still think that she should take me up on, on my offer of taking it off her hands and looking it after. But she that's didn't seem to be... Yeah, it. I thought so, but <laughs> she didn't seem to be that interested. Um, yeah, I think that's going to be tough. I mean, Pliskova, um withdrew from uh, the prospect of playing the other Pliskova in the first round in Prague um, and not surprisingly because she'd done really well in Fed Cup then in Stuttgart um, so yeah you know that's a difficult one to call that's a difficult one to call I give it, I give Pliskova the edge but Azarenka's just My so head says Pliskova, but she's so I've happy to be here and it
1: is an adjustment from Stuttgart to here oh, of course yeah, you for know, sure. her winning in Stuttgart doesn't necessarily mean much in Madrid so no. it's one to watch. I'm Definitely. sitting on the fence on that. I think it'll be quite close. Yes, I. Um, very brief note. We've also got Del Potro and team playing doubles together, which <laughs> I thought was just worth flagging up. Yeah. First time b- because why? But there we go. That'll be fun. Uh, Sharapova, as we briefly mentioned, Begu. Yeah. She beat Ostapenko. Do you see her troubling Sharapova? Uh, got form no. here before, of course, Begu. But uh,
0: possibly. I think. I think. I think Sharapova could drag that out to three sets and then just win by sheer force of will. Um, okay, heard yeah. it here first. I think so.
1: And the other one I was just flagging up Wozniaki
0: Wozniacki-Barty. I think that's might I be that's an, quite interesting an interesting match. one actually. Barty can throw up some mean, slicey, dicey stuff. Um, and you know, again, we had an interesting chat with with Wozniacki. That uh, you know, she was sort of saying that al- she almost has too many options on the clay. Uh, you know, she's spoiled for choice of what to do. And sometimes that kind of can jam you up as well. So, you know, coming up against somebody like Barty, who can move all around the place, you know, doesn't seem to have an issue on the clay and, and can throw in any amount of variety. And that should be entertaining. Who's winning it? What, that one?
1: That one and then the tournament.
0: I'd say it was Niyaki to win that one. Um, the tournament?
1: I wouldn't say it was Niyaki to win the tournament. but.
0: You no, know. I wouldn't say I it <laughs> was Niaki to win the tournament. Oh... Uh, I don't know, you know. Halep maybe is comes I mean, she's in. the favourite, isn't she? Yeah. yeah. But I think I don't think she's ever three Petered before either, so I think this is gonna be a big well, no Nobody's done that her. here, of course. So yeah, it's it's a it's a tricky one. Um I'd love to go out on a William and say Kvitova but I I don't think so. But uh, she has one here before.
1: Yeah. I I actually went Svitolina myself in my pre tournament predictions
0: yeah I could see that but I just
1: I don't know why but I just fancy it even though it. she's never been beyond the second round here but I quite like the look of her draw and, uh, yeah just got a sneaking suspicion Halep will come unstuck somewhere but if yeah, not that's who I think would win it okay and then the men's it's tough to say uh, isn't
0: it <laughs> well there's this like Nadal chap that's apparently quite handy um, I, I've got to be honest actually I find it, I'm, I understand that he's the king of clay I'm just finding it incredibly tedious to see past Nadal on anything to do with crushed yeah. bricks, and it—I it, d- I don't know—I can't see anybody in in the form that he's in at the moment coming close to beating him. Toughish potential draw:
1: team quarterfinal, Del Potro no, semifinal, he... Djokovic final. That would, on paper, be a pretty tough paper, draw. On
0: paper. will all
1: three get there. I mean, yeah, that's exactly. a big question.
0: Exactly. Uh, you know, if, if everybody was fit and healthy, and this was a couple of years ago, then absolutely I'd say that Djokovic was in the mix. Maybe team, if he could get himself together. But right now, I can't see anything other than Nadal taking this, taking Rome, taking Roland Garros. Um, in fact, we could actually just take three or four weeks off and just come back for the grass.
1: Will he lose a set at all in that period?
0: No. Oh well, no. You know what? He might lose a set. Ron Garrison in the semi-final or the final. That's what I'll give him.
1: Will cool. he? Will he lose a
0: set here? No. No. I can't see anybody beating him here.
1: There we go.
0: <laughs> All right. I think we'll leave. We'll leave it there. Um, but yes, you're going to be listening to uh, me and George for the rest of this week. You lucky, lucky people. Um, and have yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah.
1: Thanks a lot.